The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the August edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're taking a look back on the month and talking about the trends behind some of the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us for Winners and Losers is Tyson Stockton, who is the director of Search Metrics' services team. Tyson manages our SEO, content, and client success organizations. And outside of shepherding Search Metrics' largest and most strategic clients to SEO success, he's dug through the Search Metrics suite to help you understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay. Here's our monthly sit-down with Searchmetrics' Director of Services, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, Ben. Glad to be back mid-summer, uh, or I guess coming up on the tail end of summer. I want to go on the record of saying that for July, not for August, the biggest losers in the SEO game was me and you for forgetting to record the Winners and Losers episode. <laughs> for those of you who are avid fans of our Winners and Losers segments, we apologize. We actually just forgot to record the episode until it was too late in the middle of August. So we're back and we're going to talk a little bit today about what's happening in SEO in the summer months Tyson, shame on you. Shame on me. <laughs> We're losers too. Let's talk about who's making moves in the SEO community this summer. Yeah, and that's 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 a fair call out. So that is full transparency and that is our bad on last month. But we can learn from it. And we got some news for this August. Note to self, set up reoccurring meeting with Tyson. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so 
starting out on this month, looking at like a couple of the industries, we we're kind of, you know, when you and I were talking before, uh, before recording this, we're talking about summer trends, you know, where people are spending their time online. And, you know, we were kind of talking about like travel as the obvious, you know, summer months, kids are out of school, also from kids talking about kind of like videos. So this month we wanted to look at those industries. So we took a closer look at travel, the social media platforms, as there's some movement going on with those this month, as well as the streaming services or, you know, where really people are binge watching those shows. So let's start out by talking about the travel industries. We're not going to talk about the travel research sites. We're going to talk more about the actual booking of your hotels, of your flights. Talk to me about who's making moves in the travel industry over the summer. Yeah. So starting it out, you know, let's let's start with one of like the the larger players in this space, and that's booking.com. So booking, and we touched on them a little bit earlier this year when there was the March algorithm update. So they were one of the websites that were pretty heavily hit by it, lost quite a bit of market share from their reach. The reason why I started with them is they've actually had a really stable last four weeks. They've been virtually no change, which is a little surprising kind of to it. It's been virtually flat. However, they took that huge hit in March, they regained a little bit of it, and they're still flat. So Year over year, there's they're looking kind of roughly close to where they started the year, and then they had gains and they kind of dropped back off. So that one kind of sets the benchmark for our industry. So we're looking at it and we feel relatively comfortable that the industry is stable, and then it's more of how are the players kind of competing. I was really hoping that Booking.com was going to do well, so I can drop a Booking. Yeah, but we'll save it until they rebound a little bit more. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So the first one that I would have from the losers list is one maybe not as severely impacted from like the algorithm updates earlier in the year. And actually, they had a pretty strong first half of the year where going in after kind of like February, March had some really strong movements, some market share gains. Then since about uh, end of April... Until these last weeks, we've seen Expedia.com kind of fall back down. So they're, they were at kind of like a 12-month or actually even a 24-month high back in end of April. And then they've been slipping back since then. So they would be one within the travel site that I would have on the losers list. However, the glass half full is at least when a lot of people were making those kind of summer travel plans, booking the hotels, booking the flights. They were up. So from a business standpoint, I think the softening right now is probably in their favor. Just hopefully they can regain that kind of zeroing in on the second half of the year. The other website that had a pretty similar pattern, but a little more drastic, especially in the last couple of weeks, is kayak.com. Kayak.com has had a rough six weeks where they're also at virtually kind of an all-time high for them, at least in the last 24 months and then have just slid back down and kind of lost about half of those gains or a little bit more even during that period of time. So this one, similar story or similar points would apply from Expedia, but I would say even a little bit sharper and a little more of an intensive decline in the last six weeks. So is this a factor of seasonality? Uh, We're seeing Kayak and Expedia both having softness at the end of the summer 
Is this just a fact of less people are looking or is this, how is, how are we factoring seasonality here? Yeah, and that's an excellent question. In this case, and from the data set for SEO visibility that we're looking at, I would say that that is not the case. Two kind of reasons for that. The first one is since we're using a 12-month monthly average, so you could do week-over-week comparisons, you're not going to see that seasonal trend in the visibility graph because that's already accounted for. The other piece of why I don't think that's the case is true that you see that with two large, significant players in the travel space. But Booking.com, who actually has a larger footprint than both of them, they have been completely, completely flat for the last four weeks. So that kind of debunks what we're seeing then when we see a sharp decline on the others. And then in kind of further evidence, if you will, on this, if you look at Travelocity, who was severely hit from the algorithm updates earlier in the year, or sorry, uh, tail end of last year, they've actually kind of regained and had a strong last nine months. In the shorter window too, they've actually had a couple of increases in their SEO performance. So you have websites within the same space that have conflicting directional signals. So you have the two that we called out that were kind of the most notable on the decline. And then you have Travelocity as a site. Is Even though it doesn't have the same reach as those, they were still able to increase their footprint. And then you also have the kind of more stagnant recently booking.com in this space. So I think the takeaway here is that first and foremost, when we're talking about visibility, we're factoring in for seasonality. We're seeing the biggest player in the space, booking.com being relatively flat. We saw declines from Expedia and Kayak and Travelocity is seeing some gains. So we're going to call them our winner in the travel space for this summer. Let's move on to the streaming services. Lots of kids out of school, lots of media consumption. It's a big time for people sitting in front of the boob tube. Let's start with Netflix. What are we seeing from them in terms of their visibility? Yeah, so Netflix obviously is one of the large players in this space. You know, they do kind of own a fair amount of market share. However, if we look at how their performance has been in the last 12 months or even the last six months, they have had a decline in their overall SEO visibility. They did have a positive last week where they're able to increase, you know, just over almost 2% of it. But when you look at kind of the trend and the previous six weeks from that, they were on the losing side. So Netflix is a little down, a little softening, but not anything that's dramatic. Um, are we seeing consistent declines across the rest of the industries? Who else is, is suffering over the summer? Yeah, and, and this one's interesting because there are a few others that are suffering, but there are you know also the winners that are taking advantage of that. One other that I'd call out that has had a softening or kind of a weaker market share is Sling.com. So Sling.com, it is a smaller site as mentioned compared to Netflix, so it doesn't have the same reach. Um, But they've really, especially in the six-month lens, had a softening and about almost a 50% decrease in their overall SEO visibility. It's gotten a little bit brighter in the last couple of weeks. But when you look at kind of that trajectory from the last six months, definitely some concerns kind of going into the second half of this year. How much of this is SEO tactics? And is this just, you know, the sling.com domain having their lunch eaten by other streaming services just becoming more popular? Is it a technology issue? 
Yeah, I mean, and that's going to be a piece of this. You are going to see some of those like brand awareness or kind of like demands of a brand find its way into SEO visibility because some of these brands have really high search volume by their brand names. So if Sling as a company is kind of weakening or doesn't have the same brand recognition, then you're going to see that translate into their visibility. I'd say with someone like Sling and looking at some of their rankings, like that can be a piece that goes into it. But I would say in this case, it's going to be a little bit... It's going to go beyond just their brand terms. So it's not just their brand recognition or kind of the demand for their own brand, but also how they're competing in the space. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So who's winning in the streaming media services this month? And is it Game of Thrones as a standalone domain? (laughs) It's not... Well, one of the winners is HBO. Um, Not necessarily just because of Game of Thrones, but I'm sure that's helped them out a fair amount. But I wouldn't put HBO in the winner category. They're kind of interesting from a domain perspective because they really have like three different domains in the conversation of streaming. So you have HBO.com that's like their core site. And then they have their two streaming sites of HBO Go and HBO Now. When you look at them kind of individually, and the first one I saw, which was not as positive, was HBO Now and it, it caught my eyes to, oh, maybe this is a potential kind of loser for the month. However, when you look at HBO Go, you see actually four weeks of positive growth, a little bit more market share. So actually from an SEO standpoint, HBO Go ranks better than HBO Now. So that's kind of one piece that goes into it, even though they're very similar services. But then if you look at the HBO.com website as a whole, not exactly just streaming queries, but they've really been on a growth or an increase for over the last 12 months. They had a really strong last couple of weeks, getting over 6% increase from the last week, and then another 3% before that. So they're actually kind of raised their waterline and are at an all-time high for now. So I would have them on the winner's list. Was there an increase on May 19th, which was the date that the last episode of Game of Thrones was aired? 
not their all-time high, but they were on a growth streak for, uh, let's see, one, eh, only kind of like three weeks prior to that. But they did get a minor or kind of like, uh, you know, since we post data for the U.S. in a research cloud on Sundays. So on May 11th, they had a pretty high mark. And then also the kind of next few weeks, they were also at a good... So a little little spike when Game of Thrones ended, and now we're seeing a spike again. And as it turns out, last week was the week that they launched their new shows. Or, I mean, maybe there's just a bunch of Raiders fans out there. <laughs> Hard Knocks could be the reason why HBO's on a run. It is football season. They do have some football content. So is HBO the only winner in the streaming media space? There's one other giant in this space that we can't really ignore. And that is, of course, YouTube. Despite the opinions on this, we can confirm that from our SEO visibility, YouTube has slightly increased their all-time high. They've been on a positive as far as no downturns in SEO visibility since actually beginning of the summer. So they've had, especially in the last month, they've had at least a minimum of 1.5% visibility growth. And that has continued for several weeks, with the biggest increase being close to 3%. So the big get even bigger here, and they're certainly on the rise. Not necessarily a surprise, but outside of the first week after the last Google update, YouTube has seen a pretty dramatic rise in visibility. So, you know, to me, that this is a, a factor of Google prioritizing their own properties to bolster YouTube as a service more than necessarily something that they're doing or something related to something related to their content. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a, a debated area. I think, you know, a lot of people, when you look at the growth, sure, they have this crazy kind of inventory, if you will, of video. I believe, I mean, could be wrong, but I believe it's the largest video depository. But there's certainly some of that uh, personal interest in there as well. So that's actually a great segue because Google is not just a streaming platform, but also a social platform. As the kids are out of school, they're watching more videos and they're starting to post more content. What are we seeing in terms of social media? Yeah, so social media is kind of... uh been jumping around a little bit and it doesn't show as much when you're looking at just the domain's visibility graph. But because these websites are so massive, when we look at our absolute winners and losers, almost every week you're guaranteed to get probably like five of the top 10 that are in this winners and losers kind of category for overall absolute movements for it. So just to give kind of a rule of thumb, some of those other websites we were talking they were all sub a million. I mean, there are a couple ones that we called out the big players, but those were all kind of like sub a million and some of them even sub a thousand uh, or a hundred thousand visibility points. When we look at these social platforms, we're talking over 10 million, uh, Facebook sitting around just under 16 million. So it's so much larger and so much more reach than some of these other ones that they definitely dwarf a lot of the others. The one that I would say, and it's not as much in like the last week, but especially when you look at the six-month lens, I would say Facebook has been on the rise. Going back to actually beginning of March of this year, they've been on a positive trajectory. 
before March, they had a pretty rough kind of six months where they're on the exact opposite. But they've actually mirrored that and they've been able to regain a lot of that lost market share. So their high for the last 12 months was about 16.5 million. And now they're sitting at just under 16 million. So they've regained almost all that market share that they lost earlier in the year. So Facebook's on an upward trend. What is happening across some of the other social platforms? IG, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn? Who's who's actually seeing the most increase in visibility this summer? Yeah, so I would say the winner out of the group that I would kind of label, and this is more so in the last six month lens, is going to be Facebook. The the kind of let's call it like an orange color middle of the road is going to be Instagram. They've had a little more turbulent of a year in forms of SEO visibility where you get this these kind of like rolling ups and downs in about like a three month window kind of span. They've had a decent and they're kind of right in the middle of their swings. So there's no one say is necessarily positive or negative, but they're just kind of sitting in around that four million mark. The one that I would have on the loser side would be Twitter. So when we look at Twitter in a 12-month lens, they are down quite a bit. They started the year about 12 months back around 8 million. And now they're sitting around 6 million. The last week as well, they dropped almost 15% of their visibility. And they've had some of these big kind of moments that there's been a fallout, but they're not getting the same positive swing. So you're basically just getting these kind of like gaps or drops where they're losing rankings, they regain a little bit of it, but their overall aggregate is still on this kind of negative slide. So that's one that I would say probably be my loser of the group, especially with Facebook being the winner. And the other one, which probably not as much as Twitter or yeah, probably not as much as Twitter, but I would say is not necessarily in the green would be LinkedIn. LinkedIn, they had a strong kind of like push about 10 months ago. But then since then, they've had two kind of drops, you know, especially kind of when we looked into like the beginning of May, they had a pretty sharp decline of almost 20% and then have been pretty stagnant since. So they're one that I don't think it's as extreme given kind of like the nature of their website, but they would be one that I would have on the loser side, just not quite as strong. I think at the end of the day in the social media space, in terms of SEO visibility and in terms of overall performance, it's Facebook's world. Between Facebook and Instagram, they're the behemoth in the room. Twitter has had some volatility. And then LinkedIn has its place in the world and has more sort of a, a niche offering. But uh, you know, mostly in this time where it's the summer and people are taking a little time away from the office, the kids are out. Not surprising they're seeing softness in their SEO visibility as well. Yeah, no, I think I think that's right, Ben. So let's land the plane here. We're talking about what's happening this summer. We got travel, streaming services, and social. Give me your winners for the travel, streaming services, and social industries. Yeah, so starting on the travel, um, the winner that I have for this month is Travelocity, smaller size. But I think it's it has to be really kind of encouraging if you're on their team to see that swing in the last six month lens. So Travelocity for travel in the video or streaming space, 
I think you got to give it to um, YouTube for kind of that big push that they had as far as like absolute gains and overall percent increase. They're going to be the ones that have gained the most. HBO, I think, is doing well and I like the direction that they're going, but just not the same extreme as what I saw with YouTube. Um, so that would be on kind of the positive side. And then for social media, I would give the uh, head nod to Facebook on kind of regaining some of that ground and not following the same patterns as some of the other social platforms. Okay. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, Search Metrics' Director of Services. If you'd like to learn more about Tyson, you can find the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you could send him a tweet at Tyson underscore Stockton. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions or if you'd like to be a guest on the Voices of Search podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes or you can send me a tweet at Bent J. Schaap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed later this week. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.